Hey guys, how's it going? It's Chris, and it's another episode of Creatively Speaking. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, especially for the many of you that listened to yesterday's podcast and you kind of have an idea of what is going on starting yesterday. And for those of you that are not in the know, let me tell you what's going on. So uh, we figured we categorize our days based on different uh, creative categories, Monday through Friday, and keep them as staples each and every week. So that way they become episodic and there is something there creatively for each pocket of interest out there. So yesterday was in regards to uh, Mondays, what we call entrepreneurial buyer beware Mondays uh, that yesterday we talked about pyramid schemes and we think that's a really uh, good way to kick off that particular uh, episodic series because uh, there's a lot of uh, entrepreneurial questionable things that happen that we want our listeners to be aware of. And Tuesdays is what we're going to call Flipping Tuesdays, where we talk about flipping items that are not house-related. We're not going to tell you how to flip a house, but we're going to talk about how to flip other things, and there's plenty of things out there to flip. Uh, And we're going to kick it off with comic books. It's an episode that we uh, published not too long ago uh, that gained a lot of traction uh, that we could see, and we figured we'd kick it off... um, with comics as the very first episode and go really in depth in regards to the subject and how to properly flip these uh, really cool pieces of work and I like to call it cool pieces of art. So comic books have been around for decades upon decades and for the most part uh, a good percentage of them have been very valuable in the macro not in the micro. Um, The scenario of it is is now they've become more valuable in the micro uh, especially in the last 15 20 years, I guess, in uh, the introduction of eBay. Uh, That has changed the game quite a bit for a lot of collectibles and in regards to flipping. Though I do have to put an asterisk disclaimer out out there right now. Whatever you decide to flip, unless you have knowledge of it, uh, if you don't, definitely study up, do your homework for some time, and really educate yourself on the product. Go talk to collectors, go talk to shops, or whatever the case might be, and really learn about it before you go into it. This is not a scratch ticket scenario. This has to do with a lot of education. And again, like I said, the comic book medium is very much a piece of art. So the scenario of that is, you know, if you don't study on it, and do your homework, then you are going to lose. And we don't want anyone to lose out there. So do do your homework. So you heard me just say that comic books are an art form. Yeah, they are. Uh, it takes a lot of people to create a comic book. It's not just a... It's just not the funny pages, as they used to say. It, you know, it um, the uh, comic book... Um, is you know divulging different ways in regards to how, you know how valuable a comic book can be. It could be a first appearance. It could be a number one. It could be the writer, the story, the artist, the print run that plays a massive role in a comic book. Um, an era on a comic book, like I said, like a print era. Uh, just a variety of different things that you know play a role. So it's divulging into two different categories: one, the actual comic book industry, and second of all, the Hollywood movie studio system, which now has been a huge, huge um, genre in uh, cinematic movies, hence Marvel and uh, a lot of other comic book related movies that are not Batman, Superman. You know, Spider-Man that you might watch on your streaming service or even cinematically that you might not, you know, might not be aware that that they were actually based on a comic book. So let's talk about the comic book 
industry. Okay, so here's one thing to know. Comic books come out, we're talking about 50 to 200 comic books come out, new comic books come out every Wednesday at your local comic book shop. And they are from a variety of different distributors, two, two of the big juggernauts, which is Marvel and DC throughout the years. You know, DC has characters like Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Batman. Marvel is known for, you know, the Avengers, you know, Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, the Hulk. So the two different categories of superheroes. And uh, there's independent. So independent uh, comic book con- uh, companies are pretty much what they sound of. Like, kind of like rogue companies, I like to call them. Uh, they're called Avalanche. They're called Image. Scout Comics that make um, comic books that you might not be familiar with. Or uh, might not have been familiar with at one time that have become you know very popular franchises. A.K.A. Walking Dead. Um, the scenario of those is the print runs to those are very, very small because they're small companies and uh, those get optioned a lot to the movie studios and what I'll tell you you know what you know optioning to movies are when we get to the movie side of things um, which a lot of people jump at but the key thing is is that what makes an actual comic book valuable in regards to the comic book industry well the key thing about it is you got to think about comic books in a macro sense you know to keep them and collect them um, like I mentioned, it, it can be anything. It could be the writer. It could be the storyline. It could be a death of a character. It could be a first appearance of a character. Um, the storyline. All that stuff plays a massive role. So those are always good to keep in a private collection. Um, the scenario of it is is that it could be valuable um, in the long run for the most part. Uh, certain books can be uh, very valuable in the very short run. And when I say a short run, we're talking about, I kid you not, a five to seven day short run. Uh, there is a website out there that is phenomenal. It's called Comic Book Invest. They give you pretty much the, the, uh, the, you know, the in the now stories of uh, what is valuable, what went up on price, etc. Um, in the comic book genre. If there's an error in the booklet or in the comic, be it a print error or uh, a miscoloring or what have you, those go up really quick in a matter of within the first seven days of release. Uh, a print run plays a massive role. So if you get like a number one of an X-Men and they have a print run of like 200,000 copies, you know, that's great, but the value of that book is really not that valuable. As opposed to a comic book that might come up with uh, a number one of a book, um, like the start of a comic book series, that only has a print run of 2,000. It becomes scarce. And becoming that it becomes scarce, well, it becomes valuable. The other thing to keep in mind, there's something that we call variant covers, which means that you could have a comic book that comes out that will have a variety of different comics. Now, it's going to be a variety of different covers that become very, very scarce. So how the comic book industry works like this, as far as the comic book store, if you order like over 100 copies of this particular uh, comic that particular week, then they will give you a special cover for every 100 or for every 25 that you order. And that becomes very scarce. And those jump up in price. Those are books that you flip immediately. 
But you got to do your homework. Now, how do you do your homework? How do you know what's valuable and what's not? Well, you go to eBay. eBay, you know, there are price guidebooks, and don't go with them because they're not relative. You want to go to eBay. You want to go to the top right of eBay and hit advanced. You want to type in the comic that you are interested in flipping, and then in turn, you want to hit sold, and they will tell you what has uh, sold and the price point of that particular comic. If that comic is selling at face value or book cover, then it's really not worth it. If you do see that that book is you know spiking, going 50, 70, 100, 150% over uh, book value, then go ahead, buy it, and flip it automatically, and you'll make an extra you know, few bucks. And then what a lot of people do, just keep in mind, is they'll, they'll flip and flip and flip, and they'll create a nice PayPal account, and then what they'll do is they'll take that money and utilize that house money, if you will, to flip it, uh, to buy an expensive book for their private collection, maybe a, a book that was in the 60s um, or something of that nature, So, which is which holds a lot of value in the um, in the macro. Uh, there's a lot of things that, there's a lot of books that are called graded, where you take the book, you'll see graded copies, where um, they are encased in plastic, basically means that the, uh, the owner sent that book in and uh, had that professionally graded where a grading company will look at the booklet from discoloration of paper, uh, if there's any crease, any rip, you know, whatever the case might be and put a grade. So if it's, uh, and they'll put a grade, uh, you know, if you're in the nines, like 9.0, 9.2, 9.3, 9.4, yeah, you're all right. You know, 9.6, 9.8, that makes the book a lot more valuable. So there are things that are called raw copies, which means that are not graded. And they might sell for a decent amount of money. Uh, but if you get it graded, then it's official. And that might sell even much more than a raw copy. So that's the key thing that you want to study. That is your, your go-to place as far as eBay of knowing exactly how that market is on that particular comment. So if something is really hot, jump on it, check it on eBay, then purchase it. Uh, keep in mind, like I mentioned, these books come out every Wednesday. So you might have a good week. You might not have a good week. You know, don't go buying stuff. Really do your education in regards to buying something in the course of flipping it. Now, let's just talk about the movie side of things. Now, um, as you know, there have been many, 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 many Marvel movies out there. There have been DC movies and there have been independent uh, shows out there, uh, be it like Walking Dead and the upcoming Umbrella Academy for Netflix and a variety of different things. So a lot of these, um, how the studio system works, let's talk about the big brands. Let's talk about Marvel and DC. When they announce a new character that they're going to create a movie on them, specifically Marvel, they will uh, say, we are going to make um, a Black Panther movie. Now, Black Panther or uh, Iron Man or things like that at one time were what you would consider a, a, a CD character, not the A character, like a Spider-Man, uh, a Wonder Woman, Batman type of thing that, you know, is part of like, you know, household names. And basically what happens at, you know, though the cost of those books, as far as like the first appearances of these characters or their number ones or whatever, weren't that valuable. No one really quite cared about Iron Man before the movie or Black Panther or, or uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. They were kind of like, you know, whatever books. But the moment that a big juggernaut company such as Marvel or DC mentions that they're going to make a movie on them, 
and their movie company has been very, very, you know, uh, reputable, hence like a Marvel, those books will spike. And I mean, they'll spike quick. Captain Marvel, that's coming out in March. Um, uh, the new Avengers movie that's coming out that's introducing a new character. All those books, what's, what Marvel is doing, which is phenomenal, is it taking, you know, not household name uh, characters from the treasure trove of Marvel characters and making characters that weren't even thought of household names. And those books are at times unattainable because that they're that expensive. So that's not only with a character, that could also be with a villain. Sometimes when a movie studio, you know, uh, that is, you know, um, creating a superhero movie, you know, the public or the comic book collecting uh, uh, community is not only going to listen about who the hero is, they're going to see who the villain is. Once the villain is announced, then all the people go look for the first appearance of that villain and keep him in the macro. Now, once you have that, because obviously a movie, but you know, they can make the announcement, the book gets hot, you know, so everyone goes runs and tries to find this book. It becomes a little scavenger hunt in itself. What you want to do is you want to let it cool down a little bit because they haven't even started making the movie, folks. So by the time the movie, by the time the announcement, by the time the movie gets made, and by the time it gets to the cinema or onto your streaming service or your television, it's going to take a couple of years. So you want to buy on the dip when the book has kind of lost its steam a little bit. When you buy it, you can make that personal uh, decision that either you want to keep it for your personal collection or you want to flip it. So when do you want to flip it? You want to flip it when the trailer comes out. Yep, it's when the trailer comes out. Not when the movie comes out. When the trailer comes out. You can hold it off into the movie. Because you'll notice on the ratio of that wave is that the book will spike on the uh, news of the trailer. And then it'll dip it down again and then maybe spike again on the movie. When the movie is out, though, then that's when it'll dip again. So... It depends on what you want to do. If you want to buy it cheap, and I'll tell you a little key thing. A lot of the comic book stores, if you're lucky enough to have a comic book or uh, a multiple comic book shops, really follow them on Facebook because a lot of these shops have like 50% off specials at their store. So have your comic book list of what you want to collect uh, and possibly flip and go buy yourself a bunch and you'll get them at, at scale and go ahead and have a you know, a, a flipping bonanza if you want. But again, be logical, do your homework. So that's another key way of flipping. Flipping logical. It's kind of like a stock market, but you've got to play it smart. Do not, uh, don't buy comic books and assume, oh, wow, these books were made in the 60s or in the 40s. They've got to be worth something. Well, not really. You know, there's a lot of comic books out there that are worth literally a penny. And there's other ones that are worth a lot, but you just got to do your, your um your uh, studies on it. So I'm going to mention something I mentioned earlier in this episode, and that is option. You'll hear that, oh, this particular character was optioned by Hulu or Amazon or Marvel, well, not Marvel, but uh, uh, Netflix or whatever. Let me tell you what optioning means. So what happens is when people hear option, then that book suddenly skyrockets. Well, let me tell you what an option means. It's an option... Uh, the studio has offered an option to the comic book creator that they are thinking of possibly creating that uh, character. 
that's not a guarantee, folks. That's not a guarantee at all. What it is, is just an assumption that they might do it. They might. They might. Like a walking dead, that that book was probably very, very affordable at scale and now is one of the most expensive comics out there. But the best way to play it is like this. I'm going to tell you exactly how to do it. When you hear it now, so who, what usually gets option? Independent books. The one, the characters that you do not know of. They're not the household names. They're not a Marvel or a DC. So when you start, you know, doing your research and you really start learning about optioning and, you know, looking at a website like Comic Book Invest and, and all that type of stuff, what you want to do is go to your comic book store and get these number ones of these particular, you know, not household names because unless you're in the know, a lot of people will not be aware of this. And collect it and have a little, what they call a comic book box, and then put right on top of it, option box. So what you want to do is put your option books, you know, you want to protect them and become bag and boarded, which means you put a board and, you know, it's a nice clear plastic bag. You slip your comic book in there, put a nice little, it's like a cardboard board to secure it. And so that way it protects the booklet. And then in the macro, if that book officially goes into development and a director has been named and the cast has been named and what have you, you still hold on to that book, right? Because you purchased it for about three bucks. So it's a $3 investment. If that book though, three, four, five, six, seven years down the road does get uh, produced and it is now on your screen, that book is going to really go up in price. So again, create an options book create your first appearances book uh, excuse me create your options box create your speculative box you know this is what they call speculation where the comic book industry is speculating that the next you know spider-man movie is going to be the villain called um uh the sandman and then you know sandman uh first appearances back in the 60s go up so be really logical so and then put them on ebay when you put them on eBay, start them low uh, as far as your you know your auction price. And uh, the key thing about that is uh, really price it well and uh, protect yourself on it. And make sure you take clear pictures, front, back, the inner side, you know, the inner part of the page. Be really good on your description, be, uh, you know, of the book. Be really good dis- uh, on the description of the title. And, you know, have at it. It, it definitely works. So it's a key thing to, to be aware of. But be smart on it. If it is a hot book at the moment of a book that just came out on a Wednesday just because the print run was really small and there's rumor of an option automatically right off the bat, on eBay, if you're not familiar with it, you could put a one-day auction, three-day auction, or seven-day auction. Do not put a seven-day auction. I would say put a one- to three-day auction because it's new. It's you know, you got impulse buyers out there, and uh, you can flip that book re- relatively quickly. So um, that's about it, guys. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, Again, look into the comic book um, industry and and, uh, really do your homework on it. Watch a bunch of YouTube videos. Um, That's something that we're going to talk about. That's going to be another episode of uh, that we're going to have during the week in regards to YouTube channels and what we consider uh, good ones to to watch. Um, And uh, enjoy and have fun of it. But again, keep in mind, comic books are not just the funny pages it is a piece of art and there's a lot of things that make a comic book valuable in the comic book industry as well as the hollywood movie studio uh system as well thanks so much for listening 
Thank you for, again for listening to Creatively Speaking, and thank you for listening to Flipping Tuesdays. And good luck out there, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.